Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are locked into episode 128, I believe, of Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two guys that have never met in real life. We have decided to nonetheless form a podcast. My name is Colin Flynn, and I live in Iowa. And I am John M. Craig, and I live in my ex-wife's pool house in Red Bank, New Jersey, but it's not where I spend most of my time. And so, you know, someone corrected me not so long ago when I used the expression, we have not, you know, we have not met in real life. Uh, we have not met face to face we have not met in person but i guess we have met you know what i'm saying you know i mean we're old school so we would put quotes around having met and you know but uh but yeah we have never uh, laid eyes on one another in the flesh 3d like boom yo colin flynn oh shit it's colin flynn i don't know that guy we've talked a lot (laughs) Yeah, I, I have you know, said on here that I think it's it's conceivable. I don't know, not likely, but it's conceivable. We could perhaps walk by each other on a on a street and not exactly know uh, whom uh, each 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 other are. So, um, we, yeah, you know, yeah. so there's the there's the new world where people where people uh, go out and and meet one another and uh, and sometimes uh, you know you 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 never meet and uh, we we've, right. we've joked about the fact that maybe we would uh, perhaps get together once and then never again. Maybe we look at each other and go you know what then uh, it'd be like eh, not so much, not eh. so much. But, but, we'll, yeah. but, we'll, but we'll still do but we'll still do the podcast yeah. <laughs> i'm not sure i'm not sure we'll see how it goes we'll just be like we'll I, fight I, over unbecoming of age unbecoming of age is yours you came up with that that's yours i'm yeah. saying it right here on episode 128 that's not that. you, yeah sure sure i'm replaceable yeah, I just, like with diego mcleod that dude totally different show with that guy he's the guy that sings that sometimes when we touch song at the end there, yes. that guy. And he's another um, guy that you actually have. Uh, you, you actually, you, I have met him face to face in person. Yes, and you through an online thing. You guys became acquainted uh, through through online stuff. Through the and, same right, the same way that you and I um, met online was through you know the social audio app uh, Anchor, which is now owned by Spotify. Yes, and so you took it this step further, and when you were in his his neck of the woods, as it were, you guys decided to go out and have a beer. Right. When I worked for hair product companies, uh, one of the cities that I would frequently go to for these hair events was uh, San Francisco. Now, for whatever reason, Iowa was not a hotbed for the, uh, you know, ladies' beauty industry hair. I mean, it could be. I'm sure there's business there, but not one where they would fly me there to produce an event. Farm so. women, probably for the most part. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to stereotype right now, and I'm going to say that uh, th- they're not so concerned with that sort of thing. It's it's not it's not a Kardashian sort of environment around here or, or whatever. I'm not saying all women that are you know that take care of their hair right, right. manner or that way. But, yeah. 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 Speaking speaking of uh, Kardashian, um, one of the Kardashians. So my friend Megan, uh, who lives in Los Angeles, she saw Diana Ross a couple of nights ago in L.A. I think Stevie Wonder was on stage with her. I think there were a few other guests. Uh, Diana Ross, 75 years old. 
apparently. Yeah, yeah. She's been around wow. a long time. I mean, she looks fantastic. She really does. And so apparently Chloe Kardashian, uh, she's one of the, the sisters. Uh, I think she's the big one. I think she was the one with Lamar Odom, right? She's uh, And it, she was wearing some like gold, like lame dress kind of thing, this like shiny thing. And she had her hair all teased out like Diana Ross. It made my friend Megan very angry that the Kardashians were on stage, that she was on stage with her. But now, I, I mean, it probably doesn't hurt Diana Ross for a Kardashian to post on social media. No, Diana no, no. Ross, right? I mean, she's a 75-year-old woman. I mean, you just, and we've talked about this a little bit. Like, if you go onto Spotify, and I imagine on Apple Music as well, and you look at some of the artists, like these iconic songs, you know. Like, I remember looking, I think I told you, uh, the guy, uh, a guy, John Ash, and he was uh, he was a prop guy on on the TV series The Village that I worked on. He was the guitarist in the Psychedelic Furs, you know, Pretty in Pink. Like that, it was a pretty iconic new wave band. You know, this is a pretty. You know, they're not the Cure, they're not the Pesh Mode, but they're there. You know, and you look and you see like their top song maybe has twenty two million streams. Mm-hmm. You have someone like even a, a young kid like this. Oliver Tree that I like, or or Billie Eilish, who's getting really big now. Be like, they only have not, songs that are out for a couple of weeks. What's that? I was going to say, who's not? By the way, uh, I was under the impression for a short period of time that there was a, a young man, Billy. Uh, his, and his oh, last, no, his it's a female. Name, it's a girl. No. And I thought his last name was Eyelash, and I was sure it was a country yeah. singer, Billy Eyelash, yeah, the country that's singer. That's right. He's a gay country singer, Billy Eyelash. Hi, I'm Billy Eyelash. I got a little ditty for you. Um, so Billy Eilish, and and if you look at there's like, but not as much the Oliver Tree guy. I mean, I mean he's probably in the forty millions, but he still is like doubling psychedelic for his like most popular. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess the metrics of measuring the success is is numbers and streaming, right, and likes, as opposed to you know billboard charts and <laughs> record sales, et cetera, et cetera. It's all about um, numbers. But, it's all about numbers. Yeah, we, we, you know, we, yeah, yeah. I was going to say we this week with with our podcast had I think a spike. I was noticing the listening numbers were up, and and I think part of the reason for that was uh, I uh, did a shameless uh, reach out uh, to um, to John Legend, the, uh, the the you know the the guy with. I, the, I know John Legend. The yeah yeah he he's a, a popular. Singer, songwriter, producer, he's, yeah, and he's on the Voice now. He's, he's on the Voice. He's an egot. He's he's got the Emmy. He's got the Grammy. He's got the Oscar. He's got the Tony. He's one of one of those guys. You know, he has an Oscar. Yes, a rare, rare, rare. Uh, what does he have an Oscar for? A song in a in a movie? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's I don't know. He's got all those things. I don't know what it's for. I have no idea. But uh, I, I've just kind of become because I've been watching The Voice. I've be, become uh, acquainted with the idea who, of who John Legend is, and uh, he's, he's really uh, he's, he's impressed me. He seems like a really genuinely nice man. He's he just yeah yeah he yeah. handles himself in a, in a very gracious uh, way. Yeah yeah. He does. <laughs> So, anyway. so you've been watching The Voice because you know my mind. Okay, I don't want to step on you. Continue. Sorry, John Legend. Yeah, you reached out? I reached out to John Legend, and uh, I got a like. I got a like out of John Legend. He, he saw the tweet. Uh, mm. on well, someone who's handling John Legend's account. No, no. It was John Legend. <laughs> no, no, no. Someone. <laughs> he, was, he, and his, he and his model girlfriend or wife or whatever she is uh, were. Uh, Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah, yeah. She, Chrissy, Chrissy, Tegan and Sarah. 
Chrissy Teigen and Sarah, the gay twins. Yes. That, uh, that, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, now so we're, we're, we're reaching way back. Anyway, yeah. no, I'm sure it was him. He was sitting there with his with his. He's got the yeah. iPhone while on the Voice. While, while on the Voice. Before he, he turned his chair, chair around, he's, he's in the chair. He, he's got yep. the I, iPhone that only egots <laughs> get that nobody else has even uh-huh. seen. It's like the iPhone, yeah, yeah. the iPhone 12 for egots. And he saw this thing and he went, "Oh, I'm becoming of age." And he hit like and and. Uh, what, what was the tweet? You you know I don't pay attention to the Twitter. Right. Um, right. Uh, very it's, shameless. It's, I said. I, I said watching uh, John Legend, and I did the at John Legend, so he would per, per, per chance see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching John Legend on the Voice, he must be the nice. Seems like the nicest man on earth. Certainly the nicest egot of all time. I think it was r- roughly what it was, and it's like pretty. Quickly. Egot stands for Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah, EGOT. Oscar Tony. Yes, which I learned huh. by watching the Voice, and. Uh, <laughs> So, so yeah right right so, anyway, so have you yeah, he liked yeah. it and boom yeah people people are his followers his mm-hmm. fans you know they're 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 being really? severely severely disappointed you know. listening to this show <laughs> this has nothing to do with the voice or john legend uh, no 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 now we're no listen the episode 128 is going to be an episode about the voice about because the guess voice. what when i stay at my mom and dad's house my dad watches the voice obsessively like it's usually he usually records it so he'll pause the dvr the minute you open your mouth he doesn't get angry but you can see he's getting a little tense like he's got catching up to do he wants to see it he doesn't give a fuck about their stories the kids like the you know they make the whole thing the father and the daughter tried out together the father yeah. made it the daughter didn't yeah. you know like, i don't think he cares too much like that one he may be okay with him like feels bad but he doesn't like like when they go deep you know there's the you know the paraplegic the you know kid you know like the you know the down syndrome kid and the the, we the, oh, the kids got seven jobs or had a lot of homeless, right? He's not gay. But he loves the singing. And I think I've talked about this. I think part of it is my dad, uh, he sang doo-wop when he was in high school. Yeah. And I don't know that they played out or did anything, but I know that I have a recording somewhere. I should I should that dig awesome. that up and that play awesome. that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to interview him about that and talk to him about it and like kind of dig and, and wonder if he – ever aspired to be in a doo-wop band. Yes. Can I, can I interrupt you, know. you for just a minute? I, I'm sorry. Always. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. The, only, the only reason I'm just saying this is because I, right now I'm having a refrigerator delivered to the house by somebody that normally I would be out lending a hand to. Uh, you want, why don't, can we, can we, can we take a moment and come back? No, can we continue? no, 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 no. I'm just going to let them do it themselves because they did this unannounced. Okay. I didn't know I, I was having a refrigerator delivered. I had no idea that this was up until like a t- t- 15, 20 minutes ago that this refrigerator is showing up, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, there, there was a group text that went out that said, uh, my father-in-law said, well, hey, we're going to get a new refrigerator. Would anybody like my refrigerator? Uh, we didn't respond because we really don't need a refrigerator. Uh, there's there's no no use for this. I uh, see. Sure. And, but it showed up anyway because they would need to get rid of it. And now they're they're delivering it to this morning for some reason. They, they think, well, just we'll bring it over there. They've got a big garage and they'll put it in the garage. And Do you have a place for it? Uh, no, not really. I, just, I don't know what the fuck. Okay. So wait, wait. So I, okay, listen. This is your life. This is uh, you're still married. I'm I'm divorced, and I spend most of my time. And my ex-wife is my landlord. I spend most of my time avoiding my ex-wife. I'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, my thing is, I before we turn to the mics, I heard you know what's your plan, and then you know. And you're saying maybe sometimes you do you boo, but maybe sometimes if we, I can take a moment, I, I can I can take a moment. We can stop. I can I can do yeah. some talking. It's I can, all right. It's all right. I can. It's, you sure? Yeah. No. It's, it's okay. But it's all right. Chill. It's all right. But I 
I'd show. like to I'd like to hear the follow up. I'd like to hear it whether it's happening during the if that door opens, we're good. Let's let's let it roll. I don't think your I've wife would be happy of, to be on I the podcast. Kind of, kind of ran through this. She I, we we talked about it, and I told her I said I just you know I've already they they just sprung this. This was the last second sprung it on me thing, and I've already made right, plans. Right. I've already made plans. Yeah. God damn it! And, yeah, you know. I I just I, listen. I don't I don't want our uh, our you know spike episode uh, even if you know. We got the John Legend people listening. I don't want that to cause any problems. Like worst case scenarios, I get kicked out of the pool house, um, which is fine. I'll find a place. I can live in a van. The company pays for it. I'm driving on TV shows, you know, working on Jack Ryan, doing that thing. And I don't stay here much, only on weekends. During the week, I stay wherever it makes sense to stay. So, you know, this week was Airbnb on the Upper West Side because the woman lives in Westchester, the woman I drive, the set dresser. So sorry, you, the you, set decorator. Are you using yeah. that nomenclature now, which is sort of the in the in the black English vernacular, the where you stand thing? Uh, it's not where you stand at. Yeah, where you stand at. So you, where you do you say, tell people? Yeah, I'm staying at so and so. You're not living places. You're actually staying. Is that? I'm staying at places. So then, and then, which is challenging for dating apps and telling people where where do you live. When someone asks, you know, do you live in Manhattan or where do you live? And I'm like, well, it's a little bit more. There's not, I don't, I'm not good at yes and no and black and white answers. I'm like very, it's not that I'm trying to be vague or elusive. It's just, it's my, I live, I have a convoluted nomadic, you know, you know, existence for now. Things right and now are complicated. You could say that things are complicated. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's 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 pretty straightforward. But it's I I don't have an efficient, uh, you know. There's no for me. There's no succinct way to say it. So this week, this past week, I stayed one night or two nights on Staten Island, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, I stayed on the Upper West Side. Friday and Saturday night, I'll stay here in the pool house in Red Bank, and then starting tomorrow night for the next two weeks. Um, minus uh, next weekend, um, April 6th and 7th or whatever those dates are, I will stay in Greenwich, Greenwich, Connecticut. Greenwich, Connecticut is about uh, 12 to 20 minutes away from Larchmont, which is in Westchester, and it will save me time. So I'll stay at my friend's house. And then I'll do that. So, so anyway, my whole point is that, you know, being married and having kids and being divorced, separated and having two kids, different levels of complications. Now, yeah. especially with that asterisk that it's your father-in-law, brother-in-law and this whole, it, it doesn't sound like you'd be happy about it even if you weren't recording the podcast, quite I frankly. Still, I would, yes, I would still be saying, what the fuck is the, I, I got a refrigerator now that really has no use or purpose here. And, you know, I've got to clear a spot. I've got to make a space. I got to think about it. And it was not, right. not a thought right. that I was planning to yeah. fucking have. But here, here we are. Well, I mean, to me, to me, you see, now in my mind, and this is not based in any reality. We haven't met in real life. I've never met Rachel. We've only talked a little bit about stuff. Talk, you've talked more about the girls than Rachel a little bit. And so my whole thing is I'm, I'm, I conceive like this future argument, if it becomes an issue, whether you're doing the podcast or not, and be like, we didn't have space for this. Why is it coming here? Like that, if that kind of, and you, you have a tone or it's just, you, you trigger her in any way. I mean, I know what I would say if I were Rachel. I was like, why don't you put it in your fucking podcast studio? <laughs> yeah. Why, why don't you, why don't you go fucking record your fucking podcast? <laughs> 
she, that's she, how I perceive it. She will occasionally get into that into that into that <laughs> tune and into, into that mode, and I don't blame her at all. I, I really well, yeah. okay. So uh, this is not what we planned, but we don't plan anything. If 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 I dig a little bit, when in those moments that had that it has happened. Um, have you responded rationally, reasonably, and or has it ever escalated? And then in retrospect in that moment, how much do you think it has to do with the actual podcast versus possibly something else? You know, I, I understand completely when, when uh, she wants to make reference to anything like that, that I, that I deserve it. She knows very well that there's this corner of the earth that I have where uh, occasionally new things that she hasn't heard of show up. And uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of even sort of conceal things, not so much, uh, uh, but a little bit. Uh, you know, it's like, is that the same microphone? No, no that's a different one, you know, that, that sort of thing. Oh, oh right, right. Like you, you like guitars, you like microphones, audio yeah. gear. There are things that you, and you're a frugal guy. I'm fairly confident that you're a frugal fella. I am. I, I would qualify as frugal, but you know, if, if I look at it long enough, at some point, you know, when I when I pull the trigger, uh, you know, it hasn't always been discussed out loud with with everybody in the house. Uh, it may be something that's just just going on in my mind. And so, when the the uh, extra Ooh, microphone or or whatever or the amplifier or something shows up, it's not something that's always been a, a pre discussed plan. So, so right, you know, right. she if she is, uh, you know, uh, uh, she made a joke last night. She said. Uh, yeah, I was, she said something about things to do this weekend. And one of the things that I had to do this weekend was this area I'm planning to paint the ceiling. I, I've been just kind of looking up a little bit and going, the ceiling needs paint. And so uh, I, I told her I was going to go look for some ceiling paint. She laughed and she, she, you know, she said, it's funny how you're so hyper-focused on this one corner of, of the house. When when this week we've had, we had a new backsplash put in in the kitchen. We had this uh, guy coming in, this um, uh, Mario, this Mexican guy that uh, he's actually, he's, uh, uh, he's not, he's not, illegal uh, or uh, undocumented not that that would matter to me but uh, he uh, Mario has been in doing a backsplash uh, uh, in the kitchen for us uh, we we did a, a very nice subway tile which is about done but it's taken him way fucking longer than it should have uh, while he was here he uh, kind of talked us into the idea of doing another project and I've got a pallet of bricks sitting in the driveway right now he's going to finish uh, what I started last year which was a egress window project uh, and he's going to do the actual um the uh, the the window, yeah, the 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 uh, whatever they call the cavity around the window where you go down into the window well. Uh, so he's going to give us a a conforming uh, window well that is that is uh, up to code. So anyway, there, there's been a lot going on in the house, and and uh, she's been uh, project manager, I, I would say, because she's, right, and 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 Rachel works from home, primarily works yes, from home, correct? That's, true. that's correct. She's got her office uh, here, here, right. Uh, Right. So then, then it's, it, I would imagine, and I don't know, Rachel, but I imagine that when, when she works from home as much as she works from home and you don't work from home, and then when you are home, you're buying stuff, doing this, and then like a project that you're more than capable of doing and you find it's not necessarily your happy space or how you want to be spending your time. You'd right. rather go down into a Reddit rabbit hole. Yes, and tweet I, yes, John Legend. Yes, I'd rather be online looking at microphones and then you know tw- trying to right. get John Legend's right. attention. You know, right. uh, <laughs> John Legend. Look at these two guys. I used to be in the radio industry. Yes, <laughs> that's yes. not how you talk. But but so so then so for her then having a peaceful happy moment. It's like the house is always things are happening. Things are getting changed, done, and it's yes. never done. Yes. 
So when she gives right. me sh- she gives me shit about something that's going on in this little corner of the world, I have uh, I'm very very grateful that she allows it all to happen, and that she pretty much ninety nine percent of the time just stays out of the the whole thing and doesn't say anything sideways. And if she does, I deserve it <laughs> completely. Well, no, you know, so I'm, I'm asking I'm, I'm talking about this for a reason because I, I uh, this morning was a bit challenging. Um, no, it it. it um, it's, I think I'm, I don't remember if I mentioned it last week that I took my son or you know our son, not your son and my son, but Andrea, my ex-wife, landlord, mother of my children, I took our son to the um, Motor Vehicle Commission, the MVC or DMV, that some would say, and it's like 15 minutes away. And I took him there and, and I had an, a one-hour window to take him there. He could take the written test from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And there's this guy, Johnny. Johnny O'Hamlin or something like that, and he is the he works at the Gary Thompson Driving School, and he does he set up the test, and he's only there from eight to nine. So you meet him, you wait in line. You've got a he needs his eyeglasses, of course, Cameron does, and he needs um, IDs, whatever their six point verification ID system is, right? So he probably has a birth certificate, social security card, and like a picture school ID. I don't know. He may have had his passport, but I didn't see it. So last week, Johnny O'Hanlon had that stuff for some reason. I guess my ex-wife got it to him this week. And last week, he gave it back to us. Last week, Cameron failed the test. So Cameron, who got a 1,400 out of a 1,600 on his SAT the first time having taken the SAT, no problem, mm-hmm. fails the 50 question multiple choice <laughs> driver's test right so now you've got to get 40 right so it's it's all online on some sort of computer or like touch screen and you know it'll say wrong and then it disappears and then once you get 10 wrong test is over no matter how far yeah. along in the test you are right, right? so right, right. and then and there's i'm not saying an infinite number of, of questions but there are lots of permutations so last week i took cameron we got down there about 10 after eight we, we meet Johnny O'Hanlon. I'm looking at this guy with his, like, white, like, you know, like, poly walnuts kind of hair. But he doesn't look like a gangster, but he's gold change, you know, like a – he's got, like, a vertical stripe, like, light blue, like, you know, short sleeve, you know, polo shirt, you know, one of those guys. And and something about this guy where I'm like, I don't know if this guy's a bad guy or a good guy. I can't tell if he's, like, 35 or, like, 55. You know, he's, like, one of those guys. Kind yeah. of young looking face, but he's like, but I'm like, he's only been doing this for like 10 years. And I'm just like, this is fucking Johnny O'Hanlon. Like, I'm, I'm real judgy about it, you know, like, whatever. He's probably good. It doesn't matter. All Cameron has to do is get 40 right. He just got a 1400 on his SAT. He said he's been studying. He said he has an app where he takes the test, like, you know, DMV genie, and you put in your state, and you, right? So he failed last week. He's pretty pissed. He was pretty upset. Whatever. <laughs> You can't, you can only take the test once a week. Uh, I think in New York, you can take the test multiple times. You just have to go to another DMV, maybe in another jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. But here, I guess you can only take it once a week. Um, Seven days, you have to wait. So this guy, Johnny O'Hanlon's there on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Well, he can't take it on a Tuesday and I'm in Manhattan, you know, I'm working. Um, His mom is working. So whatever. So this morning I get Cameron... Call him at 7.30 a.m. Cameron, you ready to go? No, not yet. Okay, fine. We get in the car. I miss my turn. Get to the place. Walk in. There's your, Cameron tells me right as we pull up, Dad, I forgot my eyeglasses. But I passed the, the eye test last week. I said, well, I don't know if that'll count. All right. We walk in and talk to Johnny O'Hanlon. Johnny, 
Did Cameron tell you he forgot his eyeglasses? Yeah, yeah. But if it's, as long as he has his ID, he passed that eye test last week. I'm like, Cameron, do you have your ID? Nope. <laughs> now, if I drive back home and back, it's about a quarter after eight. I'm in jeopardy of not being back in time. I'm not happy. I'm fucking tired. I don't want to get up. I've been waking up at three o'clock in the morning, even though I didn't have to wake up until five. I just, without an alarm, I'm just like, these hours are killing me. So I, I call up my ex-wife. No answer. I call up our daughter, Kylie. And Kylie's like, yeah. And I said, Kylie, are you with your mom? Are you know where your mom is? And she goes to get her mom. It's like, what's up? I said, I'm at the DMV with Cameron and uh, he needs his ID, whatever. She puts her mom on the phone and I tell her and she gets pissed off. She's like, ah. Kylie stays on the phone with me because Kylie's like, she tries to be the mediator between us. She tries to run interference when my ex-wife like seems like she's tired and pissed and doesn't want any questions from me. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that's a burden that shouldn't be put on our daughter or she shouldn't put on herself. Like, I know how to back off, but there's certain things. Like, I had to do laundry last night. Like, I have a short weekend. I know my ex-wife does laundry on Saturdays and Sundays because she's busy and she won't allow me to do even do the kids' laundry. But I'm allowed to use the laundry there, you know, the, the washer-dryer. And as she was walking in, it's like, are you going to be doing laundry tonight? And I should have asked it differently. I said, is it okay if I use the washer-dryer tonight? But even so, she had her back turned to me. She didn't look at me. And then Kylie's in the middle. Like, she has her hand up. Like, she's, like, almost like we're fighters after, like, a you know, a fight. And she's, like, like she's holding them, like, kind of, like, putting her hand against yeah. the back of Andre, who can't see because she's not paying attention. Like, Neutral corner. She's Neutral just walking corner. away. She's right. walking away. Yeah. And I'm, like, and so anyway, so. You know, so this morning I finally, you know, got in touch with her. She, like, angrily said she was coming. And then I talked to Andre, and Andre was like, why doesn't he come? Like, I guess my ex-wife said, why doesn't he come and get it? And she pulled up, and she said, um, I, I got the ID. I was like, Cameron, stay inside. I was just sort of pacing outside and making sure I was getting my steps in, the whole thing. And I'm like, and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be angry around Cameron. I didn't want to stress him out. I didn't want to be a dick. I already was kind of annoyed. And she shows up and she looks at me and she hands me the envelope, his eyeglasses envelope and Cameron's wallet. So the envelope has like the whatever paperwork, the birth certificate. And, and she looks at me and she just sort of with disdain and says like like when do you do anything at the driver at the at, at the dmv without identification I'm like how fucking often do i go to the? you know what i mean like for me i was just transporting the kid there you know <laughs> and i shouldn't blame him because he's 16 and it's not like it's an excuse but you only know what you know and i'm 47 and i didn't even think of it you know what i mean it was just there i didn't set up any of this when i when i handle logistics i know what they are but i didn't I didn't call, I didn't hire Johnny O'Hanlon. His mom did. She did and I don't talk about it, you know? So it's like, you know, so I basically I try to avoid my, my, my landlord, you know? So I'm, Cameron comes, no, Cameron texts me as I'm still outside walking and he's like, where are you? Can you pick me up? I never left. I was right outside. And I walk inside, I see him coming out of the bathroom. He's wearing his glasses, which he never wears. And he's fucking angry and he's starting to cry. You see the chin quiver? I'm like, well, what happened? He just said, you fell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gets in the car. He's getting more and more. I'm like, Cameron, it's, it's okay. I said, I'm not being a dick. I'm not being angry. We're driving home. His mom texts me and says, did he pass? No. We'll go back and forth. And I, and I told Cameron, I said, Cameron, next Friday night, you, you can't hang out with your friends. You, you, have to, you have to study for it, you know, trying to figure out, like, why do you do so well in school? 
He's like, well, I'm good in book smarts and this, but I'm not really good with common sense. I was like, no, not all common sense. Study for the test, just like you would a school test. Yeah. And so she's like, you know, don't delay and tell Cameron uh, not to make any plans today. And so I think that she was going to have it. So right now I'm sitting up here on the second floor of the pool house. I think she's raking leaves. So you may hear some like leaf blowers and lawnmowers, or you may have already heard that. And what I saw out the window just before we started is I hear Cameron and he's talking. And he's holding a book in his hand. So he's got the DMV book, and she's, like, doing yard work, and he's reading the book. Now, it would not surprise me if she has him reading that book out loud to him, to her, all day. And it's, like, <laughs> just <laughs> this thing. So it's – and I'm divorced, right? And, and, and I still have this weird sort of – I, you know, I can't say, oh, it's pretty amicable. You know, when I tell people, oh, I live in my ex-wife's pool house, they'll be like, oh, you guys get along? No, no, we don't get along. <laughs> we really just avoid one another and we have separate spaces. You know, and so she's uh, doing her thing and, and I, I don't even feel like I can even try to co-parent with her. Like, I just don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think that, uh, you know. Yes, I think sometimes you have that feeling when you're you're married and you're in the same household that you're like, I don't know if I can co-parent with this person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know. No, and, so, and so, so when you talk about what your thing and whatever, that's your life, that's your business. You've been married for uh, what, like sixteen years now? Yeah, a while. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, I'd have to go back and do the math. I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> use use your daughter as as a, as a benchmark. No, all right, whatever. But you, you know, <laughs> but. This, so, so no, so and and so and I, and I met this person um, who on a dating app, and we haven't met in real life. Uh, we haven't met in person, like you and I haven't met in, in in person. And I may meet her on Sunday, but uh, she and I have never gone on a date, but we've talked a lot. Uh, she may listen to the show, and uh, there's in she's in a relationship. That's how she got in touch with me. She she disabled her dating app. Uh, and but she had already seen me on Twitter and sent me a message through Twitter, and she sent me a very a very thoughtful, sweet message that she just wanted to get back to me and let me know that you know like that she ended up meeting a guy and and she did not owe this to me at all. There's something in dating, online dating called ghosting, right? Where you're talking to someone, talking to someone, and then you disappear, God. or you're in real life, you know, in person, you meet, you go on a couple of dates, and then boom, just gone, ghosting. Yes. She did the opposite of ghosting. She explained to a person she has never met in person, someone that she had a few messages with, hey, just want to let you know I disabled my account and uh, there's this guy that I knew and, and we had a professional relationship and once that professional relationship ended, we decided that, you know, you know, we were really comfortable together and we went a couple of dates and, you know, that's where I'm at right now. Basically, like I'm off the market, you know, and uh, and and it's so strange is that I'm talking to this person quite a bit, and it's like I have feelings for this person, which is a strange thing to have. Um, I hope she stopped listening to the podcast because um, I think I said enough that she would know who I was talking about. But it, it's a very strange thing because I, I don't want to say that I'm dead inside, but like there's a hopefulness to this thing, right? So it's like, and and then even saying the the thing where you're like, well, you, you sort of strategic, you don't really share. And I'm not saying that it's like I don't ever want to feel like I'm ever in a relationship 
with someone where I feel like I need to hide something or ask permission or then be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like it's a joint thing. It's like, I don't want to be there. So basically I want to have a relationship in a fucking vacuum, some sort of bullshit utopia that does not exist (laughs) because I am who I am. I don't know that I'll change. And I'm sure that the next relationship I get in, regardless of who it's with, that I'm going to have these moments of where I'd be like, I can't share that. No way. You know, that, that idea of not fear, but sort of, Hmm. PTSD relationship PTSD of some sort but I'm not talking about real PTSD because that's fucked up I don't mean yeah. that but I think I you think know. you're looking for a safe space John's John's little safe <laughs> space I think is what we're talking about Me- is meeting people online so, so I was going to get to yeah, a story yeah. uh, speaking of meeting people online which is yep, yep, yep. we, we uh, came across each other on this app and, and that's how yeah, this whole thing came yep, to yep. be and right. uh, so and I know you've met uh, you know, various people online and sometimes that's led to in real life meetings so yes um, that's right. I, I have on Twitter more than you are, and there's I, on Twitter somehow. And I'm not even sure exactly how um, I rolled across this person, but uh, there's this this uh, there's this gentleman on there. His name's Leonard Kim. Uh, he goes on Twitter. It's Mr. Leonard Kim. Uh, Mr. Leonard Kim. Mr. Leonard Kim. K I M. And he's okay. he's uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing he's in his 30s. He's uh, uh, Asian, I believe. He's uh, I think he said he's Korean. Korean. He's Korean. And, yeah, Kim. It would likely be Korean. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Leonard Kim, I came across uh, at some point somehow, and uh, we he's hes verified. He's Twitter verified. And he's got like, uh, let me look at his okay. account. I'm looking at his account now. He's got, uh, he's, he's uh, got uh, 633,000 followers on. on how many, Twitter. how many is he following? Uh, 470. Uh, he is, uh, got does he follow, does he follow on Becoming of Age? Yes. Uh, and, okay. Uh, so he's, uh, he's a guy that's uh, had stuff uh, according to his uh, just looking at Twitter he's he's been uh, featured on Entrepreneur Magazine Forbes uh, Inc. Magazine Adweek okay he's, uh, he's got other credits here listed uh, Fox News Mashable Fortune uh, Fast Company MSNBC so okay. anyway this this guy he's, he's uh, first first look I saw him I thought okay he's, he's got, like one of these typical Asian whiz kid kind of guys that's uh, okay. some, somehow uh, get getting well, you know a lot of people are impressed for doing something i wasn't sure what and we we had right. a couple of of back and forth which occasionally will happen with somebody like with john legend the, the instance that i gave you know, you you have somebody that that's <laughs> that's not really a back and forth that's yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, and I know that you've done this before. Yes. You've had this. Yes, these with, with him, it's it's. it's yeah, I have, occasionally I have. You know, I, I remember one time J- Joe Rogan uh, tweeted back to me once, and we had a, a one-two back and forth where I said something, he said something, I said something back, he said something back, and I thought, well, it's easy, right. it's easy to get a hold of right. Joe, Joe Rogan. Right, talk right. To, and, uh, okay, yeah, that yeah. Was the, okay. Michael DeBarge, I think yes. there was one. Okay, yeah. end of end of the ever Joe Rogan and I never. Yeah, he, obviously he's got millions of things. But that was some weird. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Weird, strange thing that happened. But anyway, this Leonard Kim guy. So we we start uh, occasionally. I'm I'm responding to stuff, and he's responding back. And and uh, then I, I realized maybe this is what's going on with this guy. Is and I remember uh, I saw an interview once with Dane Cook, the comedian, and Dane Cook was talking about the early days of MySpace and the, and how he got famous was on. He was a comedian that became famous by using MySpace for the most part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and before that, AOL Instant Messenger. He yes. would message, instant message 
anybody fans everybody. anybody yep. yes pretty much mm-hmm. he tried to respond to as much as he could yep. you know obviously yep. he had so many followers at, at a certain point that he couldn't respond to sure. anything but he tried right. uh, and that right. was his shtick and i thought maybe this is what this guy's doing sort of and, and uh so right. um, i uh, okay so then he sends out this invitation it says um he's having a um he's having a party july 13th in um in los angeles uh, he's having a barbecue and pool party and uh, he's trying to get people to come by to his barbecue and pool party on july 13th and wanted to know uh who would who would want to stop by and i'm thinking this is just something that he's he's putting out in the public but he doesn't really mean it that he's uh, having this pool party sure. in his house. and uh, then i start thinking about uh, doug stanhope the comedian uh the other comedian uh he uh, he's he has this or used to have a super bowl party at his place in bisbee arizona which is in the middle of kind of nowhere arizona but he would say come to my super bowl party and anybody could conceivably if you right. wanted to take a trip to bisbee go to doug stanhope's house and go to his super bowl party um, right and uh so i thought maybe it was one of those kind of things and it, as it turns out that is really kind of what's going on here leonard kim uh, this guy and so i started looking around trying to figure out what his deal was and uh, he, he, he I, what i've been able to figure out is he he got famous because uh, at some point he figured out that um he was really socially awkward and uncomfortable and he had a tough time uh with uh, interpersonal relationships and meeting people and he got online and started uh, he became a uh, a guy that blogged about and did uh, youtube videos about shyness and overcoming uh, some of that sort of stuff and i started looking at his first he did a ted talk and i looked at this ted talk when i first looked at this ted talk i thought i thought somehow this is a, a fake ted talk because it was so uncomfortable at the beginning i've never seen a ted talk where the speaker came out so awkwardly um, but then i realized as it went along no this is actually real and this is this guy just getting over his awkwardness through the ted talk and by the end of it he was he was uh still uh i think uh, kind of socially awkward but he was comfortable by the, the end of it i could tell you he loosened up a lot and uh so anyway i, I watched the thing so um I, I started telling him hey maybe maybe um i'll come out and uh, and come to your birthday party i was just kind of uh, just referencing this in sort of a kidding manner but then this other guy this other influencer this guy named uh, ryan foland uh which is f-o-l-a-n-d mr ryan foland uh he gets on there and he starts uh, uh messaging me, me back too and saying uh, you know come on out and uh so these two i've had a little back and forth with these two so um i'm thinking john maybe you and i should uh maybe for the first time as we uh, if we were to meet we should we should go both go to los angeles independently not travel together we should find our way to leonard kim's house and uh, on july 13th and go to uh he and his wife's party the barbecue and pool party july 13th in los angeles and uh <laughs> well i want to know i want to know where the where the pool party is i want to know where he lives i want to know what kind of baller he is i want to see what kind of house it is i want to know and i love los angeles i haven't been there in a while a little yeah. bit jealous of, yeah. of anyone that goes there i love right. it um and um, i'm game except that i don't know what day of the week that is and what i'll be saturday, doing saturday. and that it, it's a saturday it, it would be challenging for me because uh i tend to work late on fridays yes and I expect it to be busy. So unless this uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, the governor of New York, takes away the uh, tax incentives for the film and television business, I am uh, I'm likely to be working at that time. Well, give so it some thought. Uh, give it some thought because I will give it a lot of thought. I, I may I may um, start my new a new Twitter account, uh, create something, uh, fake verify myself, and I'm gonna like um, oh sorry my you're, phone you're, is uh, yeah, off the hook. It's off the hook. Yeah, you know what you know what it's a uh, is similar to to you with the refrigerator in some ways. I just got a text from Kylie. <laughs> 
that uh, she needs a ride to her job at orientation. And she's just okay. letting you know now. Oh, that she told me earlier. She didn't tell me exactly what time. And it's from noon to one thirty. And a job doing it's what? Like, what was the job doing? It, uh, she's uh, it's uh, the Keensburg Amusement Park in Keensburg, New Jersey, about twenty minutes from here. Uh, and she needs to be there thirty minutes from now. She is still babysitting <laughs> next door. What time are you done babysitting? <sighs> Sorry, and I can hear Cameron reading. <laughs> questions uh all right so is a right turn permitted on i was gonna yeah. let you know while you're figuring that out it, i was just looking at leonard kim uh, and he says yeah. that uh, on the guest list so far actors in tv shows you have heard of surgeons top <laughs> top business leaders chefs who have won awards popular from popular restaurants he says uh friends from over 15 states and four continents uh plus this ryan foland guy who i've had some back and forth with uh so um if we were to add our names to the guest list the ever-growing ever popular ever uh, ever uh, prestigious i think uh, guest list uh, I, I i'm gonna drop uh, some name stuff on, on on leonard so i think we should we should attend leonard's party if possible but if you can make it happen if you can if you can if you can pull because i think then he's he, what's, what's going to happen you realize this he's going to start dropping your name he's going to say that there's there's somebody coming who is uh, a member of the cast and crew of uh, jack ryan tv show because you know, that's, you know, it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's a uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, the village, the village on NBC. Yeah, so you can drop all um, those credits. We'll drop all yeah, those yeah. credits. Yeah, and what what is the other one? Uh, NYPD Blue, the pilot. Hopefully that gets picked up. So yeah. we'll know by then. He's going to know all that. He's going to drop that because it's going to make it's going to give him uh, cred, and then he's going to have some credible people out there. We could do a podcast from his uh, from his pool. Well, center. I'm thinking that live podcast. There'll be like <laughs> seventeen podcasters. Yes, the look, look over there. It's it's like it's like podcasters row, and it'll be like, hey, look, it's Lopez Radio. What's up? Hey, yo, you know Leonard Kim? Nobody knows Leonard Kim. That's the whole fucking point. Nobody fucking knows. Why is this guy verified? Fucking Leonard Kim. He's a shy guy with a little bit of money, and how did he get it? He faked it. No, see, he I pretended wanna, he wasn't shy. I, I also want us to go because I, I, I'm just envisioning trying to explain this one to my wife. She was like, you know, you talk about the, the refrigerator or weird stuff going on in the studio. I'm going to be going, yeah, I'm going to go to Los Angeles uh, next, <laughs> next weekend. What are you doing in Los Angeles? Is it for work? You got something going on for work? I'll be like, no, yeah. here's the thing. I, there's this guy named Leonard Kim. He's this Asian, Asian guy that I've never met. And uh, I'm meeting John, who I've never met. And there's a bunch of other yeah. people from Los Angeles that are coming to this uh, uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I think? Uh, it's funny to me that he's very smart about not naming names. That he's saying like he's fairly confident that he's going to get at least one or at least two of each of these categories, and that's what it is. I want to have this long list of like you know former I, I you know, know former basketball star, but and then and at the end just this long list of people that may I, be know, there, you know award winning, happen. and then. And and William, the refrigerator, Perry, he'll be the only guy that commits. Now, you, you know, know? What? I have a feeling. You know what my feeling is? My feeling is we're going to roll in and we're going to sit there and uh, fucking John Legend's going to be there. I, I'm feeling John Legend is going to make it to Leonard Kim's pool party. I, I am. Yeah. Because the three of us, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm feeling this symbosis, this this thing that's going on, the triad, the, the goat, uh, the goat, the Leonard uh, Kim, or yes. uh, EGOT, not goat. Yeah, well, that's kind of a... 
Yeah, yeah you could get goat. Right. So, uh, yeah, but you know what? If this party happens and John Legend is there, there's going to be one John Legend after this party, and that's going to be me. Okay, because what I'm going to do is almost famous. I'm going to be on the top of that fucking roof. Okay, and and I am going to do a cannonball into his infinity pool. I don't care if it's two foot deep, and I'm going to do it. And while doing it, I'm going to drop trow and I'm going to shit in his fucking pool. No, don't shit in Leonard Kim's pool, man. You can't. Why not? Because you know, I just I, I think we should. Take- I, you think we're gonna? Okay, maybe only at half of unbecoming of age, Colin <laughs> Flynn. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm thinking this is a credible, actual. I think this whole thing is going to work out, and I think it's going to be where things blow up. This people, I'm I'm convinced that uh, there's door. You know, people talk about well, when one door closes, another one opens, and they say stupid shit like that all the time. They talk about as fate. You know, things come along, but um, and and uh, that's probably to some degree it may be true. I don't I don't really know, but I I do think people like Leonard Kim come along through people's lives and they poo poo it. They, They 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 don't realize that this is the you know somebody's been sitting on their they've been on their knees they've been praying to jesus they've been saying jesus help me let me give me the opportunity to do the thing and then learner kim comes along and goes come to my pool party and so then they look at him and go i'm not coming to that guy's pool party what the fuck that and they don't want to do it and it actually it, it is the opportunity that they that the, that was being presented to them it's the parachute that they should have had when the plane crashed and then they we don't we don't pick up on it uh, but yeah, like, I'm not poo-pooing Leonard Kim's party. I'm just saying I'm literally going to make poo-poo in his pool. That's all I'm saying, okay? I'm game. I just, listen, if this is going to happen, I want to get banned for life from Leonard Kim's parties, future right. parties. You know, I, I want to turn it into a thing, I think. I'm going to get Leonard to listen to the podcast if he's not already. He, he may be listening <laughs> listen already. Listen to 128. He's, listen, I can't imagine... I don't know what Leonard Kim does. I don't know why he's verified. I don't know why. I mean, you told me why, but he's now I now he's an I, influencer. He's influenced you now and me. He's he's just he's an influencer as well as Ryan Foland. These guys are uh, these guys. Are, <laughs> I don't know who Ryan Foland is. You told me, but I blocked it all out. I'm like I don't you know. You need to figure it out between now and then because when, look, when, when I don't you, know who Colin Flynn is. What what are you okay. going to wear? What are you wearing? Is what I want to know. Is what you're wearing to the pool party. Because we can't, I'm, we can't be too matchy. That's that's for sure. Uh, listen, just Google Google Richard Simmons. Okay. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, the first good. image that you find of Richard Simmons, that's what I'm going to wear. All right, hold on, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to do it with quotes or without quotes. Just, no, I'd just say without because I don't think you need quotes. I mean, everyone can do this. Anyone could do this at home. Uh, I'm going to do it with quotes. All right, I'm going to do it too. Uh, okay. Hold on, Richard Simmons. Simmons. You do it without quotes. I'm going to do it with quotes. All right, so let's see. Richard yeah. Simmons. All right. I'm got. I'm firing up my <laughs> other, my, my other machine. <laughs> It doesn't matter if it's the first image, the second image. (laughs) You did with course. It's not a full body shot, but it's this like blue tank top. Uh, Man, any of the. (laughs) It's a blue tank top with these like tan hearts. Yeah, yeah. The, the white Reeboks and the white socks, and then the the vertical striped short shorts. That's, you should go uh, for that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'm going to go like that. Yeah. Oh man, there's a next. The next one is better, where he's wearing like a floral like uh, swim cap. That's nice. The uh, gold. Oh, the gold. Oh, it's that's like fantastic. at an event. The, the the swim cap because he's got he's on the back. I can't. I, I'm not. Well, Pantene is one of those logos. I'm trying to pick up the other. Is um is Richard Simmons gay? 
Uh, he's never verified <laughs> no. that. I, I don't no, know. I don't think he ever has, no. I don't think he has verified. I don't think he's officially uh, come out of the closet. I don't think it really matters. Uh, you know. I don't think it matters either. I mean, he just is. You know, he's the original. He's a happy, um, happy man. Gender neutral. Yes, non-binary. Is, he is kind of non-binary. That's that's. I think I don't know that he's ever. Uh, do, you know, he's he's an older gentleman. I don't know exactly what his age would be, but uh, you know he. Uh, oh, we, I don't know. I mean, oh, when he was a young man, look at that. He's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I don't know how old he is, but uh, he was. Yeah, I don't know. I was seventy yeah. years old. He's he'll be seventy-one this year. In, I'm guessing on July twelfth. He could be at the pool party. It's, he could be at the party. He possible. should go to the party. He could. Yeah. Live, he probably lives in the neighborhood of, of uh, Leonard Kim. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch... They're they're, they're probably neighbors. They're... You know what his real name is, according to Wikipedia? What? Milton Teagle Simmons. I want my name to be, yeah, John Milton Teagle Craig. Well, from now on, you can you can you can be that. You can change it to that if yeah. you like. Yeah, my middle initials are no longer going to be M. They're going to be MT. John Empty Craig. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is I, I, sort of fitting. The Empty. It's empty. Yeah. yeah. So so here's here's what's going on as Kylie babysits for the baby next door and she has to get to her job. I may have to cut this one short. Uh, I already had a son that forgot his paperwork for uh, the DMV for the test, and then his mom brought it, and now. She's got to get to her job orientation, which she should not be late for. Right. It's real she life. working a job. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't know, man. I, I just – she hasn't texted me back because she's babysitting. Um, and she hasn't responded to any of these. It takes 20 minutes to get there, Carly. She so needs to plan you're, better. You're more concerned about this, obviously, than she is. <laughs> which is the way it goes with kids a lot of times. They're, they're, I, I, it's I, – it's, it's, if, if there's one lesson that a kid should learn about work is to show up on time and on time is early until you get real comfortable in your stupid job and you hate your fucking manager and you fucking you want to get fired and like whether there's a severance or not and you don't give a fuck. But there's a lot of years before you cannot give a fuck. And when it comes to shitty jobs serving ice cream at a shitty amusement park. You need to pretend to give a fuck and show up and do that crappy job so that in your future, you're not doing those types of, you're not driving Uber and Lyft.